Welcome to Growth is a Process podcast. I'm your host, Juliana. And I'm Paula. And today we are filming this for the second time because (laughs) something happened and our clip deleted. So So that's okay. Just means we get to do it better than last time. Amen. I think this happens every single time we've been filming it. Yeah? Every time we have had to restart. Well, I've been learning a lot, and we haven't been with you guys for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Julie, she wants to start off talking about something that's on the top of her brain that's bothering her. This Titan thing. Okay. First of all, RIP to the people if it actually did happen, but I've said multiple times that I don't believe it. I think that it's not true whatsoever because, okay, first of all, who uses a Logitech controller that at ev- in every single review, it literally says it disconnects. It easily disconnects. I'm like, why would you do that and risk five people's lives or four other people's lives, I guess, because the owner was also in there. Um, second thing, the only picture I have seen of them in there is before they actually went underwater. Okay. Like they're just sitting in it. And that's it. Third thing, it seems like it's a distraction because at the same time this happened, the 100 refugees sunk in that boat. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I had to research and dig to find that. But we're talking about five billionaires and millionaires who spent a quarter of a million dollars to go see the Titanic underwater. When through a little tiny peephole or on a screen, which they could have already just watched the movie. They could have looked at pictures online, which would be the exact same thing. Um, it literally is the exact same thing either way around. So it just kind of makes no sense to me personally. But I guess a quarter of a million dollars to a billionaire is like $10 for us. So I guess that makes sense. Whatever. Um, but I personally still wouldn't do it even if I was a billionaire. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems really weird to me. And like you said, you know, if you got that kind of money, why are you going to go down in something that is a... Uh, not safe or could you know you said they had to sign a waiver before they went on so they knew yeah. there were dangers to it the waiver literally yeah. said it's not our fault if you die like what yeah right that's a little <laughs> blunt if you ask me yeah um and then didn't you say they had like the controller they saw that yeah they found pictures of the girl they took pictures of the controller that they found but they couldn't find them i was like what and I literally said, I said, I knew, I know for a fact that after these five days, whenever they run out of oxygen, it's going to take them one to two days and they're going to be like, oh, we found pieces of the Titan. We all knew that was going to happen. Yep. They found them right after it imploded, quote unquote imploded. Also, if something implodes, I know for a fact that controller is done. Yes, everything's done like, if it implodes. That makes no sense. Because an implode is what? An explosion like inside. inside like exactly. boom, everything's going to blow up. Yeah. Like it just makes no sense to me how that would actually happen. Do your research though because that's the only way you're actually going to find the correct answer here. But I did my research because I was like, I feel like this is so fake. And... Because, okay, someone told me, this is the first time I've heard about it. One of my friends told me about it. And I was like, this sounds not right. Like, something's off about that. Then I, like, TikTok 
it showed up on my for you page and i was like okay so i started going through a rabbit hole like going down a rabbit hole just looking through everything looking through everything seeing everyone's point of view and i was just like this point of view just makes the most sense that this makes absolutely no sense Mm -hmm. like i don't know and apparently they had done it three times in total also you know what else i found out by will they literally said that um it was a matter of time before it imploded because apparently like if you keep going underwater with whatever they built it with um layers of it would be taken in and it would weaken so it was a matter of time before it imploded so they knew it was going to implode well the thing that i hear and which makes me so happy hearing you say um i did my own research you know and i went and checked it out and what what the beauty in that to me is is like people are instead of accepting everything that they're being told or questioning things like this don't make any sense it's a part of the awakening that we're going through and it's so beautiful yeah, you know and then there was like a worker that an interviewer asked he was like do you think this was before they quote unquote died or whatever um do you think that they could be saved? And he really instantly just said no. Like, what? And the Navy said that there was nothing they could do. Mm-hmm. I was like, and they were like, oh, there's only like two or three other submarines or things that could go underwater to go find it. I was like, okay, go send them out. Send them out if you actually care about it. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then they were talking about how... um they sent like a little robot down to go do that. Why couldn't they do that before they quote unquote imploded? Why didn't it robot implode? I just, I don't understand. Like none of this mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nothing is exactly right. <laughs> nothing is being put together. I love it. I love it. I love and it. Also they released pictures. Someone told me that it was pictures of the Titanic, but people were trying to say that it's pictures of the Titan. That's like rusted has like coral, coral all over it i'm like there's no way that something that has been down there that quote-unquote imploded is down there like that. i'm confused like how, how could they find the front end and the back end if it imploded and it's covered in coil coral and rusted and all this it looks like it's been down there for like ages but apparently that's the titan it's not the titan it's the, i love it it's so I'm like good. it makes no sense and also lisa said didn't the titanic split in half well, yeah. So which half would they have gone to? Right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's so good. And, you know, even you saying this right now is, remember the picture I showed you earlier that I showed Leonardo da Vinci? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny that you're saying that because there, there's a book, a book, there's a picture of that Leonardo da Vinci drew. I saw it the other day. And it it's not popular popular it's not been shared or whatever but you can find it if you go research and uh google uh da vinci's uh tree of life and bail and basically what it is is you see uh the bull which is the um the god of bail and he's sitting there and he's got this like a sundial thing and he's calculating stuff and then you see the tree of life between him and then the world right and he's calculating trying to figure out how to disrupt this whole thing and which is so funny that we're talking about this because that you know i didn't even put that together on the first one that's probably why it got um deleted but now i'm putting it together because i noticed yesterday i was telling my friend becky 
that in uh, July of 2017, God had given me this revelation about our DNA and about um, us being the final generation. And I have this big X drawn in my book and colored in, it's red. And, um, and I wrote here, X marks the spot. Um, we are the generation marked by the Almighty. And um, anyway, and X is the Greek letter Chi, I think, or Chi, C-H-I, I'm not exactly sure. And it's the initial letter in Expiatop. And Expiatop means Christ. So we are the Christ generation chosen by God to usher in his kingdom. So that's what's going on. And, and talking about this being growth as a process, this was in July of 2017 that I drew this. And then I just was thinking about, because I was thinking about the other day about how this X reminds me of the, the diagram that God showed me back in November of 21 of the five sacrifices on one side and the five-fold ministry on the other side. And right in the center is Jesus. And when you look at the way I've drawn that out, it looks like an X. And there you go again. X marks the spot right in the center. There's the cross, right? So then yesterday, that whole X, and that whole thing has turned into the tree of life that I, I'm beginning to understand. That that's what he was showing me six years ago. And I couldn't get it because my brain couldn't wrap around it. But now, and see, I wrote down here, as above, so below, you've, you've given us a picture to explain everything. Every picture tells a story, don't it? That's a song. But the point is, I drew this picture yesterday of a tree, and I drew the roots down in the bottom. I drew a rainbow above the top, and and it's the X. And when you enter in, even the, the, the Hebrew, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet is the Aleph, which looks like an X. It's a Vav, a vav which is the, the line coming down, and then you have a Yod on top and a Yod on the bottom and the the top is the yod reaching up to heaven because yod means hand the bottom is the yod reaching down yod means hand so the man is reaching down to the earth while reaching up to the heavens and connecting it and when i mentioned that the wheel before he said oh like the the picture of um I, I, maybe michelangelo did it of the finger of God coming down and touching the finger of man. Yeah. You know, that, that famous picture, the creation picture. Yeah. Yeah. And what I've been understanding is, um, you know, the Bible tells us who we are. We are co-creators. We've been called to be a co-creator with, with, with Christ. But I think the problem is like, we don't really understand that. Um, because we can't grasp it because we're so um, looking in our little area here, like our life. You know, we're focused. We're looking down at just our little space, our family, us. But when we finally look up, God begins to increase our capacity. And we begin to understand that it's not just about us. You know, it's about 
first our relationship with him. And then after we get that right, we can affect the earth. And that's what he's calling us to do. And last night in the middle, about two o'clock in the morning, the Lord woke me up and he, this was the word he said to me, rainbow warriors. And I'd never heard of that before, but um, I looked it up and there's a prophecy. Um, and it, it, here it goes. I want to read it to you. Warriors of the rainbow is a prophecy told by many cultures, including Cree, Navajo, Hopi, Salish, Zuni, and the Cherokee related to the rainbow warriors. But did you know Christians have found similarities by relating the prophecy of the rainbow warriors to the second coming of Christ? Not only Christians, but Christ and Genos in Greek mythology, a golden age characterized by harmony, stability, and prosperity. It is connected to the spirit, supreme God creator in all things. People need to realize we are all talking about the same things, just in our own cultural inter interpretation. In all stories, they talk about a change, almost good versus evil. So this, this prophecy, you can go read. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but go Google Rainbow Warriors because, you know, they're, they're trying to discount it because they're saying, oh, it just started in um, the 70s. Greenpeace named their boat the Rainbow Warrior. But this thing is... Uh, like ancient, uh, it came from the the Cree, the Navajo, the Hopi, the Cherokee, and you know it's funny that I'm part Cherokee, you know, but but what it basically says is that God is going to have a people that He is going to use that's going to bring healing to the people and healing to the nations, and you know that's what's happening right now, and He's He's setting that in place, and I believe that's why the enemies tried to steal the rainbow for so long. You know, but the rainbow belongs to God. And I'm calling that thing in right now. I'm redeeming in the name of Jesus, the rainbow back to Lord God Almighty when he made the promise to Noah that he would never um, do that to the earth again. So there you go. So anyway, that's, that's kind of all I have. I don't know if Julie has something else, but I'm excited about the rainbow. She and I painted these pictures. Um, what happened was... I started having this um, this feeling. I really want to talk about these pictures a little bit because they and and and, and I, I promise next time we're going to film. Yeah, we're going to film, and I'm going to show you some of these pictures. But um, we we started. Um, I started having this thing where I wanted to do a picture showing what was going on, what I was hearing the Lord say, and so. I, I wanted to do a, a triangle uh, starting with the big part at the top and coming down into a triangle to the bottom and then meeting a triangle coming from the bottom and going up. And I was going to paint the different colors of the, and don't let this freak you out, any of my Christian friends, of the chakras, which just means energy centers. And I'm taking back the word chakras right now. I'm redeeming them because see everything that's been put in place in the earth belongs to God. The, the Bible says that Jesus feels all in all. The enemy's tried to steal it. He's tried to twist it. He's given a counterfeit, see, because he can't create anything. He just goes and steals. What does the Bible say he does? He, he, he steals, kills, and destroys, right? Well, guess what? I'm coming now in the name of Jesus to take back everything that he's tried to uh, twist and make wicked 
And anyway, so chakras just mean energy centers. So inside of our body, we have different energy centers. And so, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the picture, the picture I was making. So, so the picture, I wanted to do the different chakras, right? And so it starts out um, black for the root, red for the, um, the sacral plexus, yellow for the um, solar plexus, green for the heart plexus, blue for the throat plexus, uh, uh, purple for the pineal gland, and then white or rose gold, rose pink, rose quartz for the um, the crown, right? So that's what I started kind of doing like that. And I just made these lines and Julie come home and I'm like, hey, you like my picture? And she looked at it like, what in the world is that? So anyway, I, then I left it alone. And then I, the next day I let it dry. You know, the next day I heard the Holy Spirit say, why don't you do this? And I did this. And then I heard him say, why don't you do this? And I did that. And each thing I heard him say, I would do it. Well, when I was maybe halfway through, Julie said, oh, you got another canvas? I'm going to paint a picture. And I was like, sure. So she goes on Pinterest and she finds a couple of things. And she says, which one do you think I should paint? And I was like, oh, do that one. So what it was was just a blank picture. I mean, it was a picture of a puzzle, um, but it wasn't colored or anything. So she did that one. And, and when you see the two pictures together, it's like this beautiful rainbow puzzle put together. And then there's mine over there with this, looks like a tunnel, a rainbow tunnel with the Aleph, the first letter of the Hebrew letter uh, in the tunnel with the crown on his head with fire coming down from above and water coming from below. And it is just a beautiful picture of what happens. Like God gives us all the puzzle pieces. And then once you move into starting to look for him and find him, he makes it all this beautiful rainbow, you know, that covers us and it all makes sense. So anyway, I'm so excited about my picture. Every time I have it on my phone, every time I look at this picture, I get excited because you know, like it's the first thing I've ever painted. I'm, I'm not, never been creative. And I, I heard the voice of the Lord tell me, do this. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do like that? And it's just incredible. I just love it. And it's not because I did it because I didn't do it. But anyway, and Julie's is absolutely beautiful. They're really pretty. So we're going to have to show them to you. I mean, y'all might not think they're as pretty as if I do, but they just mean a lot to me. But anyway, so that's all I have today. I'm, I'm really excited about what God is doing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of what he's doing. And like I said, if it's been a while since we've been on, I've, I've just really been digging in and, you know, figuring out how to bring the things that I'm learning without sounding like um, a bunch of chaos. I'm trying to get the Lord to show me how to put it all into balance. Okay. Oh, we didn't talk because on the first one we talked about it. So Juliana has been um, asked with her friend Mackenzie and Madison, they're going to start a Bible study this summer at uh, Union Point Park 
So we're really excited about that. So anybody that lives locally, we would, uh, if you're interested in doing that, get with Julie, Madison, or um, Mackenzie and find out what they're doing because that is just like going to be so cool. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. All right. And we're sorry about the delay of this podcast. It's been a, a minute since. Well, we went to D.C. We went to D.C., we went to see Rule, which was quite an experience for me. Definitely. It was great. We stayed. Um, the doors opened at 7, but we got there at 12, got in line. We were like the fifth people on the line. Mm. So we stayed from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m., and then we got to meet him after the show. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was tired, let me tell you. But I do want to tell you something. He only played for an hour and a half. Yeah. Out of those 12 hours. And I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I'm so, like, wh- why is he leaving? It, yeah. it felt like she cried. Months. I did cry. But I was like, praise the Lord. I'm ready to go home. And, then, and it was 1030. And then I found out when I got outside, I had to sit outside and wait another hour and a half so that they could get a picture. I, I became a groupie. But it was fun. I, I really enjoyed myself. But that, that night, we Ubered back to the hotel. Because it was so late, and you know, we had walked everywhere in DC. We the day before that, we had walked twenty thousand steps. Yeah, seven and a half miles, I think. Right? Nine miles. Nine miles. Yeah, we ate at the Hamilton, which was a cool experience. It was really good. Yeah, and we went to um, the Museum of uh, Art, and we saw a original Da Vinci, which was so cool. It was the only one in, is it North America? Yeah. 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 And you could get up close to it. They had it in a casing, but you could actually get right up to it. Julie got a picture of it. But it was, we had a good time. Where else did we go that day? Oh, we went to Uh, David's Tent, which was really, it was cool. I, I had a man that was sitting beside me that kept talking to me, but that was okay. But anyway, you know. David's Tent, um, the art museum. The Hamilton. The Hamilton, but we went somewhere else. I don't remember. Oh, we went to that sculpture garden. We took pictures. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, we wanted to go to the Bible Museum, but the truth is that, um, you know, it's. We were tired. Yeah, and it's a big undertaking. And so I didn't want to go the day we were leaving because, you know, I felt like we would have rushed it. So I think I wanted to take another trip back up there. It's only four and a half hours away. So, you know, maybe in the fall we can go when it's not too hot, not too cold. So, but anyway, I love D.C. It's my favorite city. It's where my kids were made. Don't say that. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) My little in vitro babies were made in D.C., um, I don't know if that's my favorite city, but I've also never been to New York. Yeah, we were talking about going to New York. and the, Oh, because Mandy asked me, when are we going to New York yesterday? And I said, I don't know, but it can't be in the summer. It's going to have to be in the fall. So maybe we can meet you and Angela and uh, we'll leave the little ones with Ben and take like the big girls, like Annalisa, Chelsea, you, and Emmy. You know, because Mandy, if she took all three kids, she wouldn't be able to really, you know, chill. It'd be hard. Yeah. So. But anyway, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And once again, I'm your host, Juliana. And I'm Paula. And don't forget to check the description below for all of our socials as well as ambassador codes. And thank you guys so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.